Ulfric, you reach forward with your chainmailed hand. That's jingling. Jingling. <laughs> nice. Yeah, look at you bragging with all your hero points. You got a collection over there. Jesus. Is there a maximum? I don't know. Is there, is, yeah. is there a three? Three, three. Is there a max? Okay, so you can't be heroic anymore. Nah, nah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, you reach out with your hand and you pull the latch and... Just as I'm sure everybody here at the table expects, a trap goes off. Yep. Wait, there's traps? What? I know. There is a rune that lights up electric (laughs) blue and zaps the hell out of you. Give me a reflex save. Oh, damn. 14. 14. That is a critical failure. Ooh, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Good oh God. God. <laughs> Come on, <Matt>. Jesus. <laughs> God, man. I was like, holy crap. That is a right, huge this, DC. This is going to be too much. My heart can't handle it. That is a failure. I mean, that is a God. regular failure, though. My he did heart. not make the save. Right. So you just took 3d12 points of damage. You just took 20 points of damage. Oh, my God. Ow. And the... <laughs> the the rune fades. Ulfric, if you ever wanted to know what it felt like to get hit by me, well, you just did. I don't think you can hit that hard. Oh, 13 points of healing for our good friend Ulfric. And roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> PvP. PvP. That's how clerics and paladins find traps. Set them off and just heal the damage later. Yeah. I mean, I had good health, so I figured, why not? I actually wasn't expecting a trap at all. I figured it would just open. Oh, come I, on. I didn't think there would be a trap on that one. <laughs> I didn't think it would be that bad yeah. of a trap. That's a that's a gnarly trap. But we're level four need- now, so. I, I'm eight down. I'm all right. I've got 50 left. And he's got his own healing as well. You're fine. Yeah, <laughs> He's fine. That's, that's what we're taking away from he's this. He's fine. He's got 42 left. Let me get Jesus reorganized. Christ. Might have should have just bursted. Did you say 42 left? You do. 50 minus eight. No, I have 50 HP left right now. Oh, okay. Then yeah. you're fine. Yeah, my normal is 58. Oh, right, 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 right. You got more than the other. Tank. Yeah, and I have a crap ton of potions. Paladins are badass. They feel more playable, I feel like. Like, they're... In first edition, I felt like they really only could do one thing well. And in second edition, it feels like you can heal and be a fighter. It's really neat. Mm-hmm. The only thing is I didn't invest a lot into charisma, so my spell pool's a little lower than a little it should lower. be. Yeah, but you want, you know, wisdom, and the, or not wisdom, but you want the constitution, you want the hit points, you want the defense, you want to be able to hit a little hard. You kind Paladins of need all your everything. stats. Yeah, you just need all your stats to be effective. But you're not, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, Paladins are good in this edition. And it doesn't sound like your build's ineffective by any stretch no, of the imagination, no. so. My rolls are ineffective, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hate the player, not the game, man. I feel you, man. I, I feel think you're you speaking hard. to the choir here. Yeah. All right, so you pull the latch, the trap goes off, you get zapped. Immediately, Jaren holds out his hand, heals you up a little bit. The door is not locked. It's it's hard to open. It doesn't. It's not like rolling athletics check hard, but you're pulling this stone door on a stone ground that probably hasn't been open in thousands of years. Oh, good. Pulling this door open. To the side of the mountain, it is dark. Who has dark vision? I do. Me as well. So we have two people that cannot see in the dark. The two, uh, uh, Ulfric, you being in the front, you open the door and the hallway, It's and it's nice. Like, this is a well, like, you take a second to actually appreciate 
the worksmanship on the inside of this mountain. You being a dwarf, you know, stone stuff and weirdo. Oh, weirdo. He did. <laughs> the path goes about 10, 15 feet directly forward from where you're standing, and it veers at a 45-degree angle to the left out of sight. I actually only have low-light vision. I apologize. Okay, but you have to have some light. It is pure it's darkness. It's pure darkness. In here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can cast dancing lights so we can see. Okay. What's the duration of dancing lights? Because I know light is 24 hours. I don't know how long dancing lights is. It's got a range of 120 feet. You create up to four floating lights, no two of which are more than 10 feet apart. Each sheds lights like a torch. When you concentrate on the spell, you can move each light up to 60 feet. Each light must remain within range and within 10 feet of all others, or it winks out. It does not have a duration is concentration, so you just have to concentrate oh, on it every round. Gotcha. You have found the tomb of Tular Seft. We're here, everybody. Yay! I'm going to cast light on... Um, what am I going to cast it on? I'm going to pull a coin out of my pocket and cast light on that, so it'll cast light in a certain radius Okay. right around us. Uh, if you want to cast your dancing lights and just have them move in front of us as a concentration, mm-hmm. that's cool, too. It'll give us a little more viewing space. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. That way we can see what's coming rather than when it gets here. Hopefully. I can see what's coming. And then we'll put Ulfric behind us. That way you can see in the dark behind us when we can have the light up front. That's fine. space. That worked. Just so I'm defending. <laughs> Repeat, tell me again what your marching order is. Who's first? If, I, I will go in front. I'll follow behind Jaren. And then Wilzor, and then followed up by Ulfric. Yep. Yes? Okay. This is a narrow five-foot-wide passage. Walk down the passage. Take the slight bend to the left. How far out ahead are you putting the dancing lights? Like, just directly in front of you? Okay. So, in a, what, 20-foot radius? So, as you are walking down, pretty much as soon as you go around the corner that that veers to the left, uh, you can see in the distance, just at the edge of the dancing light's radius, there is an opening, or basically a passageway, to the left from this hallway. Um, What's the distance of dark vision? Is it 60 feet? Is that the same thing, 30 feet? Just says can see perfectly well in areas of darkness and dim light. So no range like there used to be. It's just like if you can see in the day, you can see in the night. In that case, all right, so Ulfric, you can see past your friends, and you can see what they're seeing with the light, but beyond, down the path, it continues on for a good, this particular hallway goes on for a good hundred more feet. So the first passage to the left is about 20 feet ahead. Ten feet beyond that, there's a passage to the right, and it continues on another 20 feet, 30 feet, and hangs a right, uh, takes a turn to the right out of sight. You are standing right at the bend of this. You just literally walked in and went around the corner and you see all this. At this point, I'm going to pull out a couple pieces of chalk and start marking the walls up. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, Sir Don will follow suit. And I just want to be able to find my way out when we're ready to go. Gotcha. Okay. So you're just putting like arrows or yeah, something, pretty much. something simple like that? Yeah. Okay. I'm probably walking with the chalk up against the wall, so it's a continuous line. <laughs> I don't think it would be that loud. <laughs> That's what I want to hear when I'm listening to a podcast. Right? I'll do it again if you like. Oh, no? All right. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? We're not in exploration mode. We are in encounter mode. Um, not fully understanding where we're going. I'm just always going forward. There's a right-hand turn. Yeah, so if you move forward 20 more feet, you don't you don't go far enough. I'm not trying I'm trying not to put actions into your mouths. So you walk forward, you're 
just right before where the hallway takes a left, you have not stepped in front of it, if that makes sense. So it's just, you're right there. You can take a left or go straight. And I see two right-hand turns up ahead of us. One 10 feet ahead, and the next one uh, is more like 50 feet ahead. I'm going to take a left-hand turn. You can take a left. All right. Taking to the left, uh, the nice architecture kind of turns back into uh, more of a natural cavernous feel um, as you walk in to this large chamber. Uh, the large cavern seems to have been dedicated to the ideals of water and earth. A set of rough natural stairs leads down from a main passage into this natural chamber. Holes piercing the walls of the cave allow rivulets of water to filter into this room, flooding the floor. Several flat-topped stones project above the water. Um, uh, Wilzor, uh, would you use those fancy lights and kind of move them around the room just so we can get the description that he just gave us? Mm-hmm. And so the lights are moving around the room. Uh, if it doesn't attract any attention, uh, I think uh, I don't think this is going to be the center of the tomb where the item we're looking for will be. So we should probably go back, uh, start there. So using your dancing lights, mm-hmm. the room is it's it's a regular shape. So it's diagonally from northeast to southwest. The bot- the water completely covers the entire floor. The top right area of this room is a small pass. It narrows, but you can see, though, that it continues on to the right, um, the easterly direction. The water is actually fairly still, except for the trickling water coming down the sides of the wall. I think we're going to turn back and go the other way. Continue straight on down the hall? Yes, and take the first right-hand turn. Okay. Um, I would like to you be using seek and basically searching as I go. It angles backwards, back towards uh, the, to the south, and you continue on another 20 feet where it veers to the left, and Ulfric, seeing in the dark, can see that the passage goes another 50, 60 feet, but about midway down, there is a passage to the right. And at the end of the 50 feet, it, the, the passage takes a left. I'm just going to wing, unless somebody directs me in a, another way, I'm going to walk to the end of this hallway and hang a left. As we're walking by, I'm going to look to the right, though, to see if I see anything. You look to the right, you see that the passageway is very narrow, and it goes down a series of steps. And then at the bottom, takes a right. There's light coming from that area, and it feels warmer. It's not hot, but it's definitely warmer in this area. I explain what I just saw. Basically, I stop the group for a second and just say, that way seems like we're going to encounter some lava. Why, why Why? do you think there's lava? Well, this is a volcano. I see some light, and it's hot. Then I say that we continue to the center, because surely there isn't lava at the center. I don't know. Surely this is there is. <laughs> Ulfric, with your dwarven powers, do you think we should continue forward or move towards the right? Depends. This looks like a dwarven... Can I wait? Can I use some sort of knowledge check for this to determine the nature of the building of this tomb? Yes. I feel like that used to be like an engineering check or a dungeoneering check. At this point, honestly, it's a knowledge arcana. Oh, I got a plus two to that. All right, I'll give you a roll. I, I oh, by the way, I should tell you, I have a dubious knowledge trait. <laughs> so when I fail a recall knowledge check, you will tell me one true and one erroneous. Only when you fail. 
I just rolled a I, I, seven. I rolled, oh, a, rolled, yeah, I rolled oh. a knowledge. But I, I thought dubious <laughs> was, was pass or fail. Is it just when you fail? It says specifically, I'm a treasure trove of information, but not all of it is from reputable sources. When I fail a recall okay. knowledge check using any skill that has action, that has the action, you learn one bit of true and one bit of erroneous. I have no way to differentiate. So even when you fail, you still get some positive information, but you're not sure if it's true or not because you get two pieces. All right. Correct. So you think that this is either created a long time ago by a group of fire trolls, or you think a genie magically made it come into place. Hey, guys, I think some fire trolls or a genie might have built this place. Um... If the fire trolls built it, then I would think the center is going to be where the lava is. Oh, we we can go that way if you think it's best. I'm not sure. We can at least check it out like we did the other room, the water room. Okay, I would like to sneak down the stairs. <laughs> You're s- Yep. You're sneaking down the hallway that hangs to the right. Give me a stealth check. Are you going by yourself, Jaren? Actually, scrap that. I roll a stealth check. What's your uh, plus to stealth? Minus one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You feel, honestly, you feel like you're doing a terrible job. (laughs) Like you're, you're literally like got your back. You're wearing this breastplate against the wall and scraping as you walk. I mean, it's that bad. Like, and then I'm looking at you guys going like, stay back. (laughs) Just stay there. I got this. You got this, right? (laughs) It's all you, Jaren. So (laughs) you head down the stairs. It's actually a long stairway. It continues on about 20 feet, drop about 10 feet worth of elevation, hang a right. It's another small set of stairways, set of stairs, um, and you can see once you turn the corner that it goes just a little further out and there's a landing, uh, an open area landing that opens into a large, well-lit room. Um, The room itself just kind of eyeballing it, you can tell that the far end of the wall is about 60 feet from the landing. But you can't really get much more details from this vantage point. I'm not going to go down the stairs. I'll go back up and tell everybody what I saw and say, why don't you all follow me? The room looked empty. The room looked empty. Let's go. Let's do it. And then uh, I'll lead them down the stairs, then the other set of stairs into the room. I will stop at the entrance to the room and look around. So you don't actually enter the room. You're at the edge of the room, edge of the hallway. So you see there is a 10 by 15 landing that you can step out on. And you realize it's more of a ledge. Because as you peer around the room, this room is almost a perfect sphere. It's not exact. It's not like a, it's not a perfect sphere. It's, it's a natural cavern. But it is a large round room. And this lip that you're standing right in front of appears to be about 20 to 30 feet above the ground and below the ceiling. So it's it's basically bisecting the sphere room. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a Cerebro in X-Men. Yes. it's a, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's very good. And it's well lit by what? Lava. There's lava um, pooling down the side. The set of stairs tiled in red and white leads... I said downward, it's upward. Upward and around the bend to, into this chamber. The stairs emerge onto a small landing where, before an almost spherical room, this chamber appears to be the tribute to air and fire. With a high dome ceiling and a bowl-shaped floor, small lava flows 
trickle from the walls to collect in a pool below, from which a column of smoke pours up to roil against the ceiling above. Um, I'll walk out on the landing to the center of the room after percepting as much as I possibly can. Roll me a perception check. I'm also going to be perceiving during all of this. I'm defending our back. 10. 10. 23. 23. 16. 16. Jaren, as you walk out onto this lip, this landing. Uh, it doesn't take much of a perception action because what you see is very obvious. Down below in the bottom of this room, you see a horse with spines made out of fire. So it's a pure fire beast and it looks like a spined horse. As you see that, you kind of glance over up to the air and you see what looks like a vulture made of mist and smoke. As soon as you step out onto that ledge, the vulture moves to attack. Are you looking for the word swoop? Swoop, dives, move, action, stride, manipulate. Uh, I dive back out of the room. Okay. Roll initiative. Perception initiatives. Would our initiative be the perception we rolled to see it? Yes. I think that's would. the way that it works. Yes, it would. What is your initiative? Uh, Jaren rolled a 10 because you're using the perception check. Correct. Yeah, 10. 23 for Sandown. Uh, Wilzor, what you got? I don't remember. Roll. 21. 21. And Ulfric? 21 as well. Oh, wait. Nice. I don't remember either. <laughs> 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 Who has the higher perception between Ulfric? I have six. I have six as well. Well then, just decide. Somebody pick who wants to go first. You can go. Actually, first. I believe that is the in the rulebook. It says just uh, you guys choose. Yep. Go for it. All right, I'm first. All right, the damn air elemental. Spoilers. Uh, roll the one. So, it is Sir Dawn's turn. For, I guess for my first action, I will turn to the rest of the crew. Are these really worth our time? Let's and get the heck out of here. I turn around and I use th- two stride actions to move out of the room. Uh, Ulfric. I'm falling close behind, but I use three stride actions, so I'm a little bit further. Well, no, you have a super long range. I have 30 feet, so you're I've, just a little bit slower than me. So I'll be 60, and you would have been 60, so we're right around the same place. Okay, yeah. So you're probably just a little behind me or a little ahead of me. Yeah. Wilzor. I am following. And Jaren. Yeah, right behind him. All right. Peace out. You all leave the room. The vulture flies to the landing. And sits there and hovers at the door. It does not follow you down the hallway. I wave at it, and then we go back and find a different path to take. All right. Mm -hmm. We're going to look for a new path. I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) And I took 30 minutes to dry all that shit, and you just run away. Thanks, guys. (laughs) All right, so. You heard us say we're running away. (laughs) Yeah, we did say out loud. Oh, I missed that. I just wanted to draw something. So we go... Uh, back down or up the stairs? Down the stairs. I Take it was, a right. Yeah. Take a l- Take a right to the main room and then to the left. Correct. So now you're in a main. You're in a long hallway that goes left and right from here. It's a T intersection. To the left goes back towards the entrance. To the right is somewhere you've not been before. We'll go to the right. Get to the end of the hallway and take a left. It's handy that the paladin has an iPad that he can like draw things out. <laughs> <like> Surface <laughs> Pro. <laughs> so, oh, oh, oh. Ooh, fancy. Get it right. This is very very. Uh, 
characteristic for a dwarf to be the one drawing the map. It is. Too. It is inside yeah. of a volcano. You should. You need to actually have a hammer and a chisel and actually chisel into your Surface Pro. Great. That yes. sounds great. I will get the hammer out of my climbing kit. Yes. <laughs> uh, you hang a right. It goes a good 30, 40 feet. Bears to the left. Uh, and wait, there's a bear. Yes. <laughs> Set it up. I had to take it. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a quick. You set it up. I got to knock him down. <laughs> straight, hall- <laughs> Shit. Uh, straight hallway separates an ornate stone door on the western wall from a circular room to the east. The door has no latch or lock and depicts a sagacious man in relief. He wears a robe and holds a book and a quill across his chest. Golden accents and set in the stone give him a sense of majesty, but his eyes are gone, gouged out of the stone and filled with tarry black paint. The circular room has a low ceiling and four concentric circles on the floor around a dais in the center. Each of these circles features a glowing object or phenomenon within its ring. The outermost ring emits an orange flame from a small spout. The next ring has a protrusion a translucent purple stone that glows faintly. The third ring is inset with a small circular basin that shines with green light from below the water. The innermost ring includes a small vent that pours forth vapor shot through with white light. The dais inside the fourth ring supports a complex device of brass atop a metal pole covered in dials and complex runes. Okay, I'm so confused right now. So you went down a hallway. The hallway that you just went, that you took, these were not sharp 90 degree turns that you're taking. Sure. All right, so the hallway that I just described is going north to south. On the left wall, it's about a 20 foot long door, as I described, no wall, no, no locks or anything like that. On the completely opposite side of that, on the right, is a large 60-foot diameter round room with all those circles and the dais in the center. So we have a door to our left and a room to our right. Correct. And the hallway continues on to the north and takes a sharp left back to the west. And there are rings inside of the circular room? Yes. With something in the center? Correct. All right, let's go and explore that. Mm-hmm. Percepting, looking, uh, I, I'm very confused about what it is. There's rings with different colors. I feel like they resonate with the elementals that we have discovered so I'll far. use a nature check since elementals are probably natural. You can roll a nature check. Uh, that would be a 13. Oh, I'm supposed to roll. Hang on. Hang okay, on. yay. I keep forgetting. <laughs> yay. Actually, anybody can roll any of the knowledge checks. So everybody tell me your highest knowledge roll of the four, you know, arcana, nature, occultism, and religion. And I will roll for you to see. I'll roll Arcana. Plus three. (laughs) Okay, I'm rolling like you. What was (laughs) your nature four? Nature four. Uh, And you've got that damn bad knowledge thing. Okay, so you have plus four. Uh, Jaren, what you got? Uh, Plus eight for religion. I have a plus six to all of them. Uh, Jaren, actually, you realize that this is a puzzle. If you hadn't already realized that, you were right. You mentioned that it was connected to the four elements. And each one of these small things, small, 
I described four different things that, that represent elements. Each one of those has strange runes, um, dozens of strange runes about the edge of it, and it looks like each one of them could also hold a small gemstone. Okay, so those are the four things I described. They're riddled with all kinds of runes. It appears to be a puzzle. It looks like they could hold a gemstone. Um, and you can attempt to try to decipher these runes. Okay, so there's four rings. Yes. With runes, empty sockets. Correct. Was there a statue somewhere around in here? No. Not in the room? You haven't seen a statue since you walked into the okay. temple. Then what was the thing with the eyes gouged out? That was on the, the door. The door. Yeah, the door. it was like a relief on the door. Relief on the door. Okay. Yeah. We didn't try the door. Yeah. I'm assuming it's locked. He said there were no locks. I'm assuming it will not budge <laughs> until we've solved this puzzle. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, That's Casey, not. Okay. Uh, deciphering runes, what will it take to do that? It will take, again, your best knowledge skill, so whatever the four that you're best at, to attempt to decipher a single emblem. Okay? And there's four emblems? There are four emblems. Does anybody have thievery? Not trained, no. Trained. Anybody trained in thievery? No thieveries. Okay. All right. So, you can use a knowledge check to try to decipher a single emblem with a knowledge roll. I I want you guys to roll so you can see what's being rolled. So, you can all take turns. If you fail, you can spend an hour studying the gem and the runes and try again. So, essentially, you can spend time to see how much time passes to see how long it takes you to decipher this puzzle. Just to let you know, you're at the end of day five of your journey. Over, you want to start us off? Looking at this wisdom versus intellect, the discussion we had earlier, can't certain assumptions be made about what's inside this room and do we need to even translate the runes? I think it could be beneficial to try. If we don't try, or if we don't succeed, then I think we can move forward. All right, so you just tried. Let me interject one more thing. You do not have to be trained in thievery to attempt to offset the difficulty. So you can try whoever's got the best chance at thievery to maybe manipulate the runes to take out like the false leads and things like that. Um, I'll try a thievery check. Okay. What do you have? Plus one. I've got a plus three. Do you have the best? I'm negative one. Okay, so you're looking... Wait, and we have a toolkit. It won't help with... Thieves' tools really only are used to disable devices, like disable locks. Yeah. Yeah. And this is more of a knowledge thing. Like a tool wouldn't help you decide which rune is false. You know, if if that makes sense. It's funny because the runes kind of look like your headset. (laughs) Great. That's cool. Actually, it looks like the uh, electric rune that zapped you earlier. Oh, great. Anyway. So starting That's with the, the fake one. <laughs> starting with the outermost ring, um, you can attempt a thievery check. Go ahead and roll a d20 and add your plus. You can both try. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to be a 20. 20. Mm-hmm. Eight. With a 20, you're able to kind of discern that some of the runes on this item, on this uh, uh, fucking thing, this emblem. With a 20, you can discern that some of the runes on this emblem are to what's truly the true runes to decipher this. With your roll, you have effective, effectively made it 
four points easier, so or a plus four to your roll to decipher the emblem. Now, everybody can roll one check, and that's permanent. Like, you've basically eliminated these runes. Everybody knows which runes are false. So everybody can roll their best knowledge check. You can roll it, in, you know, I don't, I'm not going to roll it for you. Uh, and basically add four to your roll. I've already rolled. Uh, Ulfric, what you got? 19. Uh, Jaren. 14. Sir Dawn. 13. And Wilzor. 23. Is that with your plus four? Mm-hmm. You, none of you have any idea how this emblem works. You can spend an hour to examine it and attempt again. One hour. One hour. One, one hour. hour. Let's just do it one time All right. and then see what we get. Okay. So we will spend the one hour sort of like make camp and hang out and relax for a second. Does anybody need healing while we're resting? I'm good. I have eight missing, but I'm right, okay for now. Let, let me just give you some mechanics. You can try all three of them without spending an hour. So you can try all four of them. Do your thievery, see if you can get it better, and then all four try all four rings. And then you'll have to spend an hour apiece for the ones that you failed. See what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to wait an hour to do the next ring. You can do all four rings once without having to redecide Okay, so there needs to be four checks per person per hour. So the second, the outer ring, you manipulated with thievery. Try the second ring with thievery. Roll me a thievery check. Okay. 18. That doesn't do it, and you cannot try again. (laughs) The third ring. Eight. Eight. Fail. And the inner, innermost ring. I got a 15 on mine. Nine. Okay, only she can be trying. Oh, if, sorry. If, if you tried and failed, then it would, that would gotcha. you know, gotcha. eliminate. But you got the outermost ring. You figured that out. But the other three inside, you weren't quite sure how the, the runes work. So now, on the second ring, everybody roll me your best knowledge check plus nothing. Just flat. Or not flat, but no bonuses. Jaren got 24. Eight for Ulfric. Nine for Sardon. Seven. Go to the third ring. 22 for Jaren. Just yell them out. Seven. 16. 20. Go to the the fourth ring. Uh, 15. 10. 16. 23. You're going to have to spend an hour on each one of them to try to re-decipher. So do we have to wait? Oh, we just wait one full hour for all four. We don't wait four hours. No, each one requires an hour. (laughs) Well, no, no. Each one of you can can spend the time on it you can you can split up the work so for all four of you i'll spend an hour together read deciphering yada yada now you said you wanted to rest is that what you want to do now do you want to wait an hour and attempt again what what were you just wait an hour and attempt again one hour one time okay outermost ring this one you get all a plus four just roll and call out your numbers 27 sir don 25 and jaren at the same time, realize how to decipher the equation on this emblem. When you do so, the outermost ring starts turning to where the emblem faces directly towards the door and locks. What color is this ring? This ring, well, the ring themselves, they're all stone color. This just, they all have their four individual. Um, like symbols, unique, yeah. And you've you've already discovered that they're they're related to the elements. The outermost ring is the orange flame, small spout. So it's the fire ring. So now the, we check the second ring, I guess. The second ring is the purple stone. Twenty-two. Okay. Twenty-three. Okay. Twelve. Okay. 
Nine. All right, next ring. Next ring. Nope. No for Jaren. No for Sardon. Nope. Nope. Fifteen. Nope. Innermost ring. Ooh, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Nine for Sardon. Twenty-four. Twenty-six. Jaren, you are again able to decipher another ring. The innermost ring is the air vent blowing forth vapor with light. Now, when you say deciphering, you're not saying that we're understanding what the rune says. We're just understanding how the trap works. Or not the trap, but the, the puzzle. You're manipulating the emblem, like moving the the, the runes around to... Phys- <laughs> Maybe like a Rubik's Cube. Gotcha. Some okay. sort of okay. something like that. You're eventually getting it out, and it unlocks the ring, which turns to face the door again and relocks gotcha. in place. However, that was... Two hours you've spent. Or one one hour. It's one hour you spent. Out of 24, and that would not have done it either, right? No, but he got it. Well, that's important to me because oh, I can't, you, I can't DC's get it 20, than that. DC's 25. It's yeah. just easier to know that. DC 25, and these last two have no bonuses. So essentially, we're figuring out how much time you spend yep. undoing this, uh, this puzzle. All right, so we got the fire and the air. We could go and see if we can find something in the room where we can spend another hour. I am in no way to be able to solve them. I'm in right. no way to be able to solve them without a bonus. So it's pretty much just me. Uh, Hannah can. Yeah, you got like plus. You got a plus six. Yeah, I mean, if I stop rolling like shit. Okay. But what's your bonus? What's your best bonus? Uh, they're all plus six. Okay, so yeah, you, you definitely So it's between the chance. two of you, unless yeah. we want to double team it. Well, would a natural 20 do it? I don't know that we could add our bonuses. That'd be no, nice. No, 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 no. We go fight while they decipher. I feel like... Sir Don would be totally up for that. I However, love that idea. Adam I am think that's for an it. awful oh. idea. <laughs> um, everybody, let's let's stick together. If we're all going to the room, we should go together. <laughs> Don't you go anywhere. <laughs> I'll just shop in my sword. <laughs> one more hour, or do we want to go hit the room? I'd give it one more hour. One more hour. I'm okay yeah. with that. Okay. But we're getting tight here. Roll. Okay. Purple ring. Okay. No. 20? No, 25, right? Yeah, 25 is DC. Third ring. There's, oh, yeah, that's right. Natural 20, 28. You have one ring left. All right, so wh- what was the color of that one? Uh, the third one, I believe, is the... Right. Water. So <laughs> outer is fire, the middle one, the second one's stone, okay. water, and then air. Okay, so one more hour? One more hour. And, oh, uh, I'm going to cast Guidance on myself. Hey, that's an idea. Me too. I, uh, you're bolstered. I'm bolstered. That's yeah, great. once you get guidance for the day, you're bolstered. I'm really? bolstered. That's you may fabulous. want to double check that, that. Uh, wow. it's just guidance spell, but you can't take it from me anymore for sure. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Last. No. Oh. Yes. No. no. Twenty-two. Okay. I will give you. Right. <laughs> yeah. You still work that way? Not anymore. God. Yeah, if you could use a Pathfinder one hero point, you get a nice handy plus eight to your roll. Yeah, but he could use two to re-roll. What does it mean for it to be bolstered, Wes? Bolstered means it can't. you can't accept it until you become unbolstered, which is typically sleeping overnight. What if you can cast it on yourself? Uh, you're still bolstered. You're still bolstered, okay. Yeah, Yeah. the, the terminology they're using, bolstered, sounds like a good thing, but it's it actually, it's, it's reverse. Bolstered sounds like you're being reinforced. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad because I had actually notes to talk about the word bolstered because I saw it a lot of times, but it's interesting you brought that up. You're figuring it's probably around midnight on day five. Oh, well, 
the knights that we're worried about aren't traveling to us in the middle of the night, let's spend another hour. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I've probably been sleeping for two hours now. <laughs> Dumbass. Oh, no. That's a no. 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 All right. No. So 1 a.m.? 1 a.m.? Nope. Don't you all think we should nope. rest? Nope. Nope. 2 a.m.? You and I are resting. Yeah, well, yeah we're resting. Nope. nope. <laughs> 3 a.m.? Let me do it. Nope. No. 4 a.m.? God damn it. Natural 20, 28. Finally. Done. 4 a.m. These two guys are falling asleep, and I'm messing with this thing. Does that count as a rest for us? Yeah, we're rested. (laughs) You two are rested. You two are going to require, what would you say, 12 hours to do a full rest at this point? eight hours for us to sleep, because if they're awake, then we're... But to rest and regain all your spells, you said was The 12-hour thing is when... All four party members are resting overnight with watches. Oh, I see. All right. Oh, so the 12 hours is including being up for an hour. For Correct. Watch. Oh, I was included. Oh, whatever. Okay. So you guys need to sleep eight hours. So essentially, when you're finished resting, everybody's rested. It is noon on day six. Wait, are we doing that? Is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah. Because it's 4 a.m. I've been sleeping anyways. We've got some spells to cast still. Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of like, well, good. What okay. happens? I mean, before you rest, that's cool. Oh, Yeah. Solve the puzzle. <laughs> yeah. As you yeah. solve, yeah. I don't. F- I don't think Jared's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I guess I'll go to sleep no. after I solve this thing." No, no we gotta go. I'm excited. I, I forgot. Yeah. I'm you like, actually... oh yeah, oh yeah. So I go and run over to Olga. I got it. 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 So we were resting for six hours. Then. You and I were asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, Sir Don was asleep. I can't speak for Ulrich. Yeah, I would. Ulfic. Sorry. If we're not gonna go fight something, I would. Six hours is not enough to get a full rest. All right. So, so what you, happens? You do not rest for the night. Uh, when Jaren, late in the night, finally gets the final fourth emblem solved, again, like the other three, it the ring starts to grind. The emblem locks in place facing the door, and the door splits and grinds as it opens. Guys, guys! Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! Wake up. Come on, Jaren. Yeah, yes. Sorry, I, I was, was getting my excitable. sleep. Yes, but we have to go. About time you guys figured this out. I'm so glad you figured it out. Great work, Sir Don. So the door grinds open. Behind it, glowing hieroglyphs shimmer on the walls of this oddly shaped room. Now and then, one of the hieroglyphs shimmers and changes or it even vanishes altogether while new glowing glyphs manifest elsewhere where none were previously. Slowly rotating circular diagrams are interspersed with these glowing runes. Along the walls lean the rigid, immobile shapes of several mummified human bodies, the mechanism by which the dead remain upright, not immediately apparent. Portions of the room appeared unfinished with building materials still cluttering the corners. Another body floats limply near the ceiling on the far, of the far room, wearing a metal mask over its face. It doesn't look mummified like the others, and its long hair dangles limply. Okay, well, we see hieroglyphs on a wall. Hieroglyphs that are dancing around the wall, they changing, appearing here and disappearing other places. Because you've got a drawn here, and I see like two humps on the left and a squiggly wall on the right. So the are the hieroglyphs on both of those walls as well? The squiggly walls are the unfinished walls. The smooth outer and that secondary chamber is where the hieroglyphs are along the walls. Kind of, there would be all along every every 
part of the smooth uh, drawing in that secondary chamber has hieroglyphs running all the way around the wall. So the right-hand side is like the cavernous, unfinished bits. The left hand in front of us are the actual tomb itself. Correct. And you said there are mummy-like <clears throat> people. There are about eight figures who are standing rigid, mummified. And, and one with a metal mask. One with a metal mask floating in midair. Floating in Yes, mid-air. he's about 10 feet up, golden hair with this metal mask, and he's just limply with his head, just like he's unconscious, being held up. Sir Don Contos is going to uh, stride forward. Wait, 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 wait. Don't wait. move. Stop. <clears throat> Do not go in. Jaren, and- what have I said about being heroic? Yeah, don't do it right now. Just wait, Sir Don. Just wait. You know, Jaren, you've treated me well. I'll listen to you this time. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Does anyone oh, see the God. gemstone? Uh, no. That's kind of what I'm hoping to find before we walk in. Perception check. Everybody roll perception. I don't see shit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Nine. Sixteen. 25. 7. None of y'all see a gemstone. Okay, I'm also percepting like the bodies, the thing floating in the air. Is there any other checks I can do to gain knowledge on what the hell we're looking at? What languages do you speak? Common. I speak Just common and elven. I speak common, goblin, and halfling. Common and dwarven. Okay. Nothing more than what I described. You don't get any more information. And uh, scald. On that in that case, <laughs> um, shit. No, you don't see anything more than what was described. You've got this man hanging in the center, and you've got these eight uh, mummified bodies standing around the perimeter of that room. However, this would be a really cool place for a giant Ulthan burial ground. <laughs> well, you're trying to die. <laughs> I'm not an Ulthan. I am. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he said Ulthan, not Elven. Sorry. Um, okay, so we're looking at eight decrepit bodies, one floating in the air. There's obviously magic fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's hieroglyphs dancing on the wall that we don't recognize. Correct. Great. Well, Sir Don, I, uh, I think it might be time to, uh, to be heroic. And that I shall be. And he strides forward. Um, I'm going to stride directly beneath the body floating in the air. Okay, it's in the center of that second room, if you want to just draw a circle. However, however, as soon as you take your first step into that room, four of the eight mummified bodies shimmy to life, dust falling off of them left and right, and they all move towards you. Ah! Roll initiative. (laughs) Perception initiative. It would be Great our reaction there. It would be our initiative from when we were perceiving previously. No, this correct. is no, new. This, this is new. Is okay. all new. Probably a good thing. Great, I rolled a two oh. again. Ulfric. Fourteen. Fourteen. Jaren. Seventeen. Seventeen. Lizor. Twenty-five. All right. And they will get a seventy. Hell of a rolling on initiative checks, Hannah. Did you just say seventy? Seven zero. Yes. These are gods. <laughs> Embodiment of Phrasma. We run. He's smiling like he's not lying, and that scares me. Oh my god. They do actually move first, but it's not a 70. That's that's ridiculous. Come on. Um, there are four? Yes, if you'll just put them around the perimeter of that second uh, second room, just like in all four, just equally spaced. And they all move in mass towards Sir Don, who stepped 
literally you're five feet into the room. You're right there when they take their action. They all take a 20-foot stride, or however however many, up to 20 feet, and they're all surrounding you, basically, right? Yes. Yeah. You're flanked by two of them, so I'll start with the non-flanking ones. The They all took one stride action, so they all have two actions left. They all swing at you with just closed fists. Number one. It's time to go to sleep. 19. <laughs> 19. Miss. Miss. Second one, minus five. Miss. Second creature. Uh, 23. Hits. Roll me a fortitude save, sir. Eight. Eight. And you take eight points of damage. Anything else happen to me? Not right now. <sighs> and it swings a second attack. Is that one or a seven? It's a one. Something bad's about to happen. If you rolled a one... That's a critical fail. Oh, yeah, I rolled a one. Okay. Sorry, I guess I should have said... <laughs> I forgot. All right. In that case... Sorry. Immediately, your charisma drops by one. Great. It's the one I don't use. Your armor falls off. But a second attack missed. The two flanking you both take two attacks apiece. Uh, 24. Hit. And second attack misses. I'll go ahead and roll the second one. Uh, Another fortitude save? Yes, please. That time it's a 14. Okay, 26. That hits. Second attack, natural 20. Okay, so you got one regular hit and a critical hit. First hit does four, uh, 10 points of damage. The second critical hit does 13 points of damage. Between the two of them, that's what, 23? Yeah. Holy crap. What are you down to? Um, figuring that out right now. He's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Nap time. 19 hit points. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, yeah you're fine. Wilzor, it is your turn. Acid arrow. Uh, 18. 18, is that, that's a touch AC? That's a hit. Oh, good. Okay. Eight points of damage and, and six points of persistent acid damage. All right. Do me a favor and remember that on your turn because I'll probably lose track of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much was it persistent? Six. Six. A total of 14. All right. Anything else? No. Jaren. Jaren is going to use all three of his casting actions to burst. All right. Healing everybody in the area and also damaging any undead. Maybe before I do this, can I tell if these are undead? Or are these more like arcane constructs? You need to give me a knowledge check. What? what Religion. Did? Before I roll this, it takes an action. Yep. You will not be able to burst this right. round should you do that. So yep. you still want to do it? Mm-hmm. They are mummies. They are mummies. There are four mummies. And they are undead. They are undead. And with the roll that I rolled, you also know that they are weak to fire. Guys, they are weak to fire. Hit them with the alchemical flasks. All right. That was one action. <laughs> oh, what? I know. I know. Uh, and uh, Sir Don, you may want to get out of the way. Jaren, you might just be right this time. <laughs> uh, and instead, I will use my two actions to heal Sir Don for 3d8 plus 4. 19 points of healing. Awesome. Thank you. And that's my turn. Oh. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and stride forward towards this guy here. All right. I am going to... We'll call that one over. So I'm going to go ahead and attack with my disrupting longsword. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this. 
and it is a 17. Hit. Yes. So nice, Casey. I have a 1d10 plus 4 plus 1d6 if it's positive versus undead. So that's 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 12. 12 total points of damage. Very nice. Bravo. Not bad. Disrupts. Part of its wrappings fall off. Anything else? Uh, that's um, the first attack. Let me just check one thing. Did, does disrupting do anything else other than that? I don't think the minor disruption, the major disruption, if they make a save and throw and fail, they are destroyed, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and hit him again. Okay. Is there... Well, go ahead and roll your second attack, but is there a saving throw over this... I don't know if the minor disruption thing has any special effects at all. I don't think it does. I think it's just extra damage. 14. 14. Does not connect. And Sir Don, it is your turn. Awesome. So for my opening action, I'm going to sweep the two on my right. Give me a quick rundown of what sweep does. Sweep is cleave. Oh, Basically, okay. it takes two actions. Uh, I roll 1d20. I apply it to both of their ACs. It counts as two attacks. So if I was to attack for my third one, I would have it at a minus 10. God. Oh, no. Roll a one. Uh, so on. it's an 11 total. What is going uh, on? That does not hit. Yeah, actually it's 12 total, not that that really makes too much of a difference. Uh, okay, in that case, for my third action, I am going to do a stride. Run away! Let's stride the fuck out of this tomb. <laughs> you guys are tired. That was that was a golden joke. I mean, wasn't it? No, we weren't. It, 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 no. <laughs> so I am striding around uh, Ulfric. Moving through their area of... Mm -mm, moving around. Okay. I've got enough speed to be able to do it. Gotcha. So I'm moving around. Uh, now we are flanking Mummy 3, and Mummy I'm right next to the Mummy to the right of that. Okay. It is their turn. Mummy number 3 will attack Sir... Not Sir, but Ulfric Lance. Natural 1 misses. Minus 5. There we go. Misses. That's what we're talking about. Third attack, minus 10, misses. <laughs> Other one that is beside... Ulfric attacks Ulfric three times. Okay. Uh, does a 27 hit? Uh, yes, it does. What's your armor class? Uh, 21. Okay. Give me a fortitude save. It'd be a seven, uh, 27 for my fortitude save. Right. Nice. That's an awesome fortitude save. Yes. That's what we need. You take 11 points of damage from its fist from the first attack. Second attack, minus five. Missed. Third attack, minus 10, seven plus... Which armor class 21? Missed. The one beside that will move around to flank Ulfric. 23. I have 21 AC, so. Okay. Uh, with a flanking, you take a minus two penalty to your AC, I'm pretty sure. That's what yeah. I thought. Oh, uh, and that's what well, 19 the, is gotcha. with the penalty. Gotcha. So that, give me a fortitude save, please. As you take six points of damage. Make that a 10 for the fort save. All right. Second attack. Uh, minus five misses. Third attack misses. He moved, so I don't think you could have three attacks. Oh, you're right. Not that and it mattered, it missed. But the fourth mummy will move to flank the other two. I guess is that Sardon? Yes, that's Sardon. So Did you do any damage? Six points. Six points. And the last mummy will do two attacks at Sardon. Uh, Thirteen miss. And minus five. Uh, it's total of 20 and you're flanked. That actually hits because I'm a 19 with my with the flanking. Give me a fortitude save. 25. As you take 9 points of damage bludgeoning. Lazor, it's your turn. Alright, I'm going to step towards mummy number 2 and use burning hands. Alright. Ooh, there we are. Yeah. Yeah, let's get them with fire. 
Okay. Reflex save. Uh, 18. Critical fail. Nice. There we Ooh. go. There we Critical go. Fail. Do I need to add something to it? You or? double yes. the damage. You double the damage. Oh my god. So it's 8d6. Oh my god. This Holy is great. Crap. Okay. You All need. Right. You need. You, wow. Which oh. number is that? Which number of mummy is that that you're Number casting? two. Number two. Here we go. Oh, that is a handful of D6. <laughs> Listen to that roll. You hear this? <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, I see a couple six, of sixes, a couple fives. 18, 19, 21, 26, yeah. 27, 29. <laughs> 29. Yeah. 29. And the persistent acid damage. Yes. Which really doesn't matter. Two. So, the acid, <laughs> the acid damage starts to dissolve some more. You cast Burning Hands, and it just, it doesn't, it, it looks like it doesn't even try to get out of the way. <laughs> it catches fire, and then its wrappings just explode, not explode, but they just immolate. And it falls to a pile of dust. Good job. Nice. Closer. Oh, thank you. I love it. You thank that you. was you did take a step, so it is now Jaren's turn. And Jaren is going to step into the room, stride forward twenty feet, and flank this other mummy Serdan is attacking. Can I get there in twenty? Oh yeah. That's 10, like 15, 10. 20. Yeah. Okay, uh then I'm going to attack it once with my star knife. Will a an eighteen hit? Right. Did you do? Take five points of damage. That I is, will. That's number three, correct? No, that's number two. Sure, that one's number four. Number four. Yeah. And it was one of those four. It's one, three, nine. You did 11. two points of damage. Yes. Okay. Uh, five points of damage total. Five points of damage. Yeah, it was a D four plus two. Gotcha. The next one is going to be a seventeen to hit. That. Hits. Yes. All right. All right. Slash, slash, with the star knife. Take six points of damage. That was max. Nice. Nice. Max damage. damage. Max damage. Very nice. Ulfric. My turn. So I'm flanking this guy with Serdan. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and attack him with my longsword. All right. That would be. Oh, that's going to be a good one. 18. You go, buddy. Yes. Nice. So tip tip chipping away at these guys. That's number three, yeah. So yes, yes, fifteen damage. Nice. It is kind of limping after that hit. That's a nice sword you got going on today too. (laughs) Undead Smasher. That was attack number one. That was attack number one. Let's go ahead and just keep it going. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Fifteen, but he is flanked. He's flanked. That hits. Yes! Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> Three, that's seven, plus four, that's eleven. Eleven right. points of that's damage. Good. That's good. That's get good. Him, that's good. That's him, good. That's good. It is barely standing at this point. I am kick it over. I'm going to cast Lay on Hands on him. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> Just before you do that, it is a touch attack, and it will be at minus ten. Oh, it will. Because you've taken, it's, it's an attack. Cancel that. Yeah, I know. I'm going to try to do it, too. <laughs> Just wanted you to have all the information for you, miss. That's fine. That's fine. For uh, you, miss. <laughs> I am going to raise my shield. Hey. And prepare for the worst. Then it's Sir Don's turn. Don't worry, Ulfric. I've got him. <laughs> I'm going to sweep the two that are being flanked. Okay. <laughs> 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 
I think I still get this one. Uh, 15 hits. They're both flanked. Yes. That is a hit oh, on both of them. Thank God. Oh, oh, oh. What numbers are those? Both? Is it, uh, a four and two or three? Four and the mummy guy. Two four and number three. Number. Two's gone, so four and three. three. Yes. Okay, thank you. That's 14 points of damage total. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Same, same damage goes to all Same damage them. goes to both of them. Mm. Not bad. 28 points of damage. And then, the, the one that Ulfric was wailing on collapses. Yeah. There we go. Great. And the other one. There we go. How much... Tell me one more time of damage. 14, points, 14 of damage. points of damage. Got it. And then for my third action, I'm going to attack the one that's still standing. Okay. Minus it is t- minus yeah. 10. And that's the one that Jaren's been wailing on, too. Mm-hmm. And that is a total of six. So I'm guessing I miss. Yeah, bro. Yeah, six is a miss. Uh, it is now their turn. Um, number four will attack Jaren. Standing right beside him. Go right? ahead. You're flanking. Go ahead. Uh, 26. Seven. Ah, sorry. 27. 26 would have been okay, but 27, 27 misses. Just a little too high? Yeah. Which, yeah, that hits. What's your, how much damage? <laughs> What's your armor class? Uh, 19. Okay, so it's just regular hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me a fortitude save, and you take nine points of bludgeoning damage. Nine points of damage. And I got an eight, 14 on my fort save. I got it. He will attack a second time. I will duck a second time. <laughs> uh, minus five. 15. 15 will miss. Last attack. Minus 10 misses. And then number one. The one that hasn't been touched uh, was flanking. But not anymore. It was flanking. Sardon. Sardon. Yep. Okay. Uh, No longer flanking. It does try to attack you three times. Swing, swing, swing. Duck, duck, duck. Uh, 13. Miss. Goose. 19. Miss. Miss. It is. Duck, duck, dodge. Will's <laughs> Can you dodge a wrench? Will's orange, your turn. You couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat. Um, that was my favorite one. That's because it's in a parking lot. I can't help it. Okay. Okay. Um, so I guess that's number four right in front of me here. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I am going to go for Flaming Spear. Okay. And I'm going to send that at him. So he's got to beat my DC 18. Give me a quick rundown on Flaming Sphere. I think that has a concentration to keep it awake and all that good stuff. Right, right. So it's like you you create the sphere and it, um, you know. Rolls around as long as you concentrate. Pretty much, yeah. You can move it to different, you know, concentrate on different areas and different targets. Is there any kind of saving throw? Or do you roll the hit? How how does the damage happen? You've got to beat my DC 18. Is it a reflex save? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, 16. That's a fail. That's a fail. <laughs> nice. Where does so your flaming excited. sphere show up at, Anna? Up its ass. <laughs> right there. Literally, <laughs> right, there. literally right up. Yeah. Nice. Right up its ass. Um. Okay. It is tummy. Oh, that's terrible. All right. Four d six. Oh no. Um, oh, that's right. not. That's Ten, fourteen, sixteen. Nice. Sixteen points of damage. <laughs> yes. yes. So this the small ball a ball of fire rolls towards it and slams into it, <laughs> causing some fire damage. But the mummy's wrappings just ignite, yes. and it crumbles to the ground. I set you ablaze! <laughs> <laughs> That's you, great. You have one more action. Will Zor, I'm glad you got to use that spell I taught you. <laughs> I just, can't even. I just, just can't. Just, um, All right, um, Will Zor, just ignore him. Just ignore him. Just... Remember, we were talking about this. Yeah. Goose 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 exactly. I'm going to take a move 
for my last action. Okay. Uh, all right, Jiren, it is your turn. I am going to move around this flaming ball of fire to stand right next to Sir Don. Okay. I am going to pull out my healer's tools. All right. And I'm going to battle medic him. Oh, no. DC 20 medicine check. Okay. And then I am, uh, then I can heal him for a D10 plus four. Nice. Is that bolstering also? Yes. Okay. But yeah, if you fail, I take damage, right? Yes. If you critically fail. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I got to critically fail. DC 20, I have a plus nine. Okay. Like, it's almost impossible for me to... Come change. on, buddy. Oh, there's a one. Ah, I fail. <laughs> it's just a fail. Just a so, fail. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't take up uses. There's no longer... Yeah, right. as far as I can tell, tell healers, kits, stick around. You don't have to rebuy them. They're okay. pretty expensive, honestly. Okay. Uh, but you failed your roll, so he does not get it. Yep. Uh, hit points. Yep. That's all I got. That's your whole. Okay. Uh, Ulfric, it's your turn. I can move through people, correct? Your own if people, it, yes. And your sphere is where you're standing, correct? Still? <laughs> oh, shoot. I don't want to go through your sphere. Well, actually, I was here. So it's 5, 10, and then the diagonal is okay. There you go. There yep. you go. Good there you go. job. There we go. And diagonal counts as 5, right? It's 5, first. 10, 5, 10, yeah. So, so I can't you... diagonally flank him now. No. Well, you'd yeah. have to take another move. You could, but it would oh. take another action. No, that's all right. Okay. And I'm going to swing my longsword at him. Roll the hit. That would be a 19 plus 8, so 27. Oh, Beautiful. is that a critical? That is a critical hit. Yeah. Nice. You go, yes. buddy. So I get 2d10s. <laughs> double all of your damage. And as far as I know, you double. You don't double that? No. Not to disrupt. Okay. That one stays. Yep. All right. So to two d10 and one one d6. Yep. Man, that is nothing to shake your head at, though. No, that's, no, that's serious great. damage. Oh, that's nice. That's a ten. That's a ten. Yeah. All right. So that is fourteen plus eight plus five. Twenty-seven. Nice. <laughs> Beautiful. Smack. <laughs> this thing is immediately off oh, kilter no. and like limping with every movement. That didn't kill that it. Was, that was that, that, this one hadn't been touched yet. Oh, and you still have nice. one more action. Yeah, I do that was attack one number one. Let's just go do ahead it again. and swing do it again. one more time. Yes, yes, yes. That yes. would be 13. 13 total is a miss. Ah, oh, that's all right. That's all right. Sir Don. Oh, man. Leave the heroics to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 25. 25. With the power attack. Is it flanked? No. No. Hit. Yeah, because if it was flanked, critical. Yeah, it would have been crit. Oh. Flanked. D- with power attack, when it crits, do you roll 60, 12? I was trying to figure that out. From what I can tell, I do. I don't see anything in power attack that says you don't. I so think you double it. All you, dice that's damage. Insane. You double your damage when you crit. Yep. If I'm rolling 3d12, I would imagine I'd roll 60, 12. Yeah, I wouldn't even have you roll. Well, you'd want to roll just to see how obnoxious the yeah, number was. Right. But, yeah. Ooh, I got some high numbers this time. Oh, yeah, those look good. Those look real good. That is a total of 25 points of damage. Oh. Falls. Wow. <laughs> Two hits. <laughs> boom, boom. Cut its head clean off. Thunk. Oh, man, that is a brutal one-two combination. Him. I'll weaken him for you. <laughs> that was all you, Alfric. I'll give you credit. Two-hit combo. I hit you, you hit the floor. <laughs> and the other four... Mama said knock you out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the other four do not appear to be moving. Okay, They're still good. against the wall. Ooh, thank goodness. Am I standing right underneath Mask Dude? Uh, You're like five feet diagonally away from his... He's right center, uh, center of the room. So you're almost right below him. I'd like to walk up directly below him. Uh-huh. 
And I believe I can actually reach up and grab him. He's five feet in the air. He's ten feet in the air. He's ten feet in the air. feet are ten feet up. Can I poke him with my sword to bring him down? You are going to stab the body hanging in the air with your sword. (laughs) I can't get it otherwise. Wait, wait, wait. When you, last time you were in Magnamar, remember when we saw the circus people? Yeah. Uh, climb up on I your mean, shoulders. Yeah. Uh, you, you can climb on my shoulders, or I'll, I'll climb on yours, and I'll grab them. Jaren. I'm a genius. I know. No, no, not at all. But oh. I don't often let you do the heroics. This time I will. You may stand on my shoulders, Jaren. I must stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before me to reach great heights, and I climb up the backside. Okay. No problem. <laughs> no rolls need- needed. You stand up on Sir Don's shoulders mm-hmm. next to this hanging body. Sure. And you're standing there. And I gr- reach out and I grab his foot. Okay. And I jump off of his shoulders. All right. You are hanging onto his foot. You are not moving. So it's dang, you are dangling on his foot. You can let go. You won't. I mean, we know fall uh, damage. But so I'm gonna hold on, and okay. I'm gonna say, uh, Sir Don, um, he doesn't seem to be coming down. Would you kindly grab my feet and see if you can pull? Jared, it was your idea. I think you should follow through. I'm trying, and I'm like bouncing up and <laughs> down on this body. Uh, I will try and pull Sir Jared. I'll, I'll try and pull Jaren's feet down. Okay. You pull. You yank. You tug. And. Literally, he loses his grip before this body moves. So you okay. fall, you fall Slip, down to the boom. ground. Uh, okay. Uh, well, that wasn't terribly wise. Out of ideas, huh? For now, yes, I am. Do you have something? Uh, I was asking you. I was actually looking at uh, Wilzor over there. Do you have any ideas? Not presently. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this asshole fire. can't pull him down. <laughs> we'll search the room. Okay. Give me some perception. What were you about to say, Casey? Set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Natural 20. Ooh, nice. There we go. There we go. There, nice. there we go. There we 26 go. total. Yes. Nice. Wilzor. Yeah. As you were assisting everyone else in searching this room, mm-hmm. in the far back wall of this room, you find a faint outline of another door. Ah, crap. <laughs> you guys, look over here. I think I found a door. What, what, what did you find? A door! Okay, I would like to do knowledge checks, searching, looking at this body before we deal with the door. I'd like but, to deal with everything in this room, especially the strange floating body that can hold me but, up. But, but, the oh, door. Yes, five minutes. Will you just, just five but minutes? the door. Five minutes. Will if we Lord. go through the door, maybe we can figure out how to get him down. Five minutes. Okay. And I will take two minutes just to examine the body. Okay. What are you looking for? What, what, what's? Give me an idea of what you're thinking. Uh, I want to try to like climb up on it now and like search through pockets, look at the face, try to figure out what the metal mask is. It's searching uh, that, and then just any any knowledge checks I can make on what the hell is going on. Detect magic, identify whatever. Okay, detecting magic. Yes, you detect magic within your thirty foot radius. Um, up on his body, so Sir Don kind of lifts you up, and you're. Crawling on yeah. this guy, searching his pockets. He's wearing robes, no pockets, nothing to be found there. Um, he is warm as though he is alive. Well, uh, he seems can, to be alive. You can tell that for sure. Um, but it's just this robed male individual with shoulder length golden hair. His head's just kind of down like he's asleep, and the hair is over his face, and he's got this iron mask on. 
Okay, I look at the mask and I move the hair out of his eyes. Okay. The mask covers his face completely. You can't okay. even see his eyes. It's completely... You, you can hear him breathing. Oh, wow. He's breathing fine. He's, he's breathing? He, sure. Yeah, he's breathing. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't poke him. <laughs> so easy. Yeah. Um, but no, there's nothing else. Nothing really of significance. It's a plain iron is mask. he just hovering there or are there chains? He is hovering in midair. Darren, can is. you remove the mask? Um, I don't know if Alexander Dumas wants me to take his mask off. <laughs> I don't know that reference. The man in the iron mask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will actually look at the mask and see if it is removable. It is. I take it off. And you fall to the ground. <laughs> yes. Really? As you pull that mask off. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, was it supposed to work? You and he both... Whatever magic was holding him up in midair was apparently associated with the mask. Sir Don, catch me! You pull the mask. <laughs> you pull the mask off, and the two of you fall. The rest of you see the other four bodies that were mummified, standing at attention on the edge of the room, collapse as well. Yes. Oh, good. Oh. Can I make an athletics oh. check to yes. catch them? You can make an athletics check to catch one of them. Can oh, I no. make Catch athletics him. for the other one? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Oh, no. Who are you going after? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll catch Jaren. There you go. I'm going after the body. Gotcha. Ten. Ten. <laughs> it's athletics, right? It is. Ath uh, no, it is acrobatics. Oh, oh it's acrobatics. Crap. Acrobatics. Jaren, you hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's Ulfric? a total of seven. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. And Ulfric's going after Alexander Dumas? Yes. Neither of those were quite high enough. So uh, you take five points of legending okay. damage from the fall, and you can tell that this person who, in midair, you see his eyes open as whatever it was that was keeping him in that place broke off, and he came to life. Alexander, you're alive. He falls uh... in you know, with, you know, with a thud, and he just stops and looks around with a gasp of air and he, he's kind of crawling backwards just looking at the four of you um, I've been wild told wild eyed sorry Matt that's right just wild eyed like he's he's taking everything in who who are you and I've been told my beautiful face has that effect on people first thing in the morning oh god Ugh. sir Don shut up <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you um, what brought you here, and are you going to try to kill us? I am Maybar. Okay, Maybar. Um, second question, are you trying to kill us? He's he's listening, but not he's half listening. He's kind of looking at the walls around him. And that that look of, of the initial shock and fright kind of passes, and he seems to calm a little bit, because none of you are coming at him with weapons drawn, attacking, blah, blah, blah. You're not trying to kill this guy. I'm assuming everybody's actually sheathed their weapons because you've been doing all this stuff trying to get him down. Probably. Um, he stands himself up. What year is it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of Jumanji, but he, he does. He, he looks. Things have changed. What year is this? Uh, it is the year of uh, Absalom's Reckoning 2706? No, 4709. 4709? So, so Jared's like, 2706? And like, Ulfric's like, no. <laughs> it's 4709. 4709. 4709. I, I can't really remember. Um, I would fail my sobriety test. 
3,000 years. Holy sh... How is that possible? Yeah, how is that possible? I mean, how is that possible? He takes a deep breath. My name is Maybar. I am a Johnny. I thought you said your name was Maybar. I is Maybar. I am Apple a Johnny. Tea. You may not have heard of us before. I am a of Jinn birth. Holy crap! Oh. The place was made by a jinn, not fire trolls. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Oh, all right. holy shit! <laughs> Good job, well, right. Ulfric. Well, I was <laughs> totally not expecting <laughs> no. that. I know. <laughs> you want to talk about awesome deception there? Wow. Good job. I have high bluff skills. Um, he, he's looking around. He's he's just looking at the walls. Thank you, thank you for releasing me. What brings you to this temple? We're looking. We're looking for um. Uh, the countdown room. The, the the yes. A gemstone. Right. Yeah. A gemstone. The countdown clock. Uh, I believe that's uh, what yes. Lady Vort said. Uh huh. Well, I know that Tular had discovered. No, he purchased it. Sorry, my mind's still fuzzy. Yes, I know that he did. He had purchased a countdown clock after he shifted his research from the elemental planes to the dark tapestry. Um, he just looks around and he points to where you've already found. My door? Yeah, he points <gasps> to the door. He said he's got a secret chamber where he did all of his research behind that door. So I have heard that Johnny grants three wishes? Is this how that works? <laughs> um, I've heard that before. That's not quite true. That's not Two what wishes. I, I have no power to grant wishes. One. One wish. I can only grant you wisdom, knowledge that I can, assistance, and friendship for saving me. Were you trapped in the mask? The mask was what he, Tular, used to imprison me, yes, in this tomb. Who is this Tular? Tular Seft, 3,000 years ago in Osirian, which... Knowledge, history, little history uh, lesson. Katapesh used to be actually part of Osirian back way back when. So Katapesh grew out, and this used to be an ancient Osirian uh, province area. So it was basically Tular Seft was a elemental uh, elemental scholar, scholar of the elemental planes. He and I met. We became very very good friends. I would say he was my closest friend. But he discovered, in his search of the elemental planes, of a space beyond. The black spaces between the stars. And it turned his soul. It changed his mind. And he became obsessed with all things dark tapestry. And the, uh, the countdown clock is associated with the dark tapestry that you're talking about? As far as he could tell, that's why he purchased this item. I was here with him in this tomb. I made this tomb. I was doing it as a show of friendship. He was a, he he was aging. I age much much slower than he did. So in honor of him, I came to design this temple to the four elements, and it's set as his last resting place. However, the dark tapestry and the things beyond changed his thought process, and he tricked me. And using the power of this volcanic mountain and my direct association with all four elements, he trapped me and used me 
and the power close to the earth and fire elemental planes to power this tomb. He's looking at the glyphs as he's talking about uh, the connection that he has and how he was used. I, I'm not familiar with these runes. They are ancient. <laughs> ancient. I guess it would be ancient now. They're of Syriani in language, and they're numbers. And they are numbers that are counting down. They are going lower. So this whole room is the countdown clock? No, no, no. The countdown clock is a gem. It is a small, it's a large gem. It's about the size of a, a, a child's ball. Um, but this, I don't know what this is. This came after. What is going to be a safe way to transport this countdown clock to a much safer and less evil-looking place? It's not harmful to the touch. Maybod, do you happen to know, at the end of the countdown, what happens? I don't know. I suggest we leave before that number hits zero, friends. How close are we on numbers? I don't know. This is a very large number. I don't know if it represents seconds, days, I don't know. But it is counting be centuries. It's a enormous number. Um, then I think we need to grab the countdown clock for uh, for the lady that whose name I cannot remember. Vord. And, Vord. Uh, and then uh, then we should vamoose. Best idea you've had all day, Jaren. Wilzor. Yes? You found the door. Yes. I think you should have the honors of opening it. it However, you may want to search it for traps. It should not be locked or trapped. I didn't design it that way. I designed it to be concealed. He also didn't design this room to have runes. This is true. A lot of things have changed since I was in stasis. Sardon, that was wise. (laughs) All right, I'd like to go examine the door. (laughs) Sardon, you beat me to it. (laughs) How about we get him to open it? Yeah, come on, Sardon. Don't you want the glory? No, 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 no. Mobar. (laughs) Maybar. 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 Sir Don never backs down from heroics. <laughs> Even when he has five hit points. I left. would hate this person so much in real life. <laughs> uh, I am honestly, genuinely happy to open that door. But when he put me in stasis, and in addition to that fall I just took, I am feeling very hurt. Oh, and then I'll almost immediately reach out and cast a heal spell on him. Okay. okay don't, don't roll that. It's cool. So you heal him, and <laughs> you know he, his eyes brighten a little bit, and he stands a little straighter. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I'm sorry. I would have done it sooner. I didn't realize you were hurt. That's perfectly fine. We probably haven't eaten in a while, and Sir uh, Sir Don will hand him some rations, food. He smiles, thanks you. Starts, num- you know, just munching on whatever it is, and as he's munching, he walks over to the door, fiddles around with it, finds the latch, and just. <sighs> The secret door. I want to do a knowledge check on Jen right now. Uh, give me a knowledge arcana. You would roll that. Uh, yeah. What's, yeah. Your, what's your knowledge arcana? <laughs> Plus two. Um, I want to know one bit of information. What you looking for? I want to know if they tend towards evil or good. And depending on that roll, give me one or the other. Actually, what you know... What you remember of Johnny, they are like anybody else. They can be good, they can be evil, they can be neutral. They can, they're not inherently anything. They're just people from the plains. That I can handle. And then I would like to do a sense motive. All right. Uh, don't know that sense motive exists in perception. This. There's, is it perception? It's just perception now. Perception holds a lot of it. Good twenty. Twenty. What motive are you sensing? 
Like, are his? You see what I'm saying? Like, he just opened the door. And are like, his motives pure? Is he going to dash for the clock as soon as he the opens Paladin's the door? The paladin's been giving. Uh, we've been. Weird we've been he's been side eyeing the two of us. <laughs> okay. Um, and, I, and I'm doing my own checks in my head. No, he he pulls the door open. He's got what a hamburger in the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> and much. he he just he backs away from the door. And okay. he said, "This is the final resting place of Tular Seft." So Maybar backs up after opening the door and munching on his cheeseburger. I appreciate just, just it. Just checking. I, just checking. Tular was my friend. He changed in the end, but still, I feel a brotherly love for him. I would like that his body be properly buried and taken care of. So I guess let's walk into the room. What would you like me to do to set your mind at ease? Do you want me to stay here? Do you want me to go with you? Um, hang out here for just a second. Okay. And he kind of sits down cross-legged and just starts munching on his cheeseburger. Maybar, I'll go in the room. <laughs> I, I was going to sit here. Good. <laughs> and I'll just walk into the room. Okay. <laughs> Roll an fortitude and a reflex save. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> Maybar, you asshole. <laughs> this tiny bleak chamber has unfinished stone walls. One wall is lined with shelves filled with musty leather-bound books. In the center of the room, an ancient mummified body sits at a stone-topped table, posed as if in meditation for study. Iron bars hold the preserved corpse in place with cuffs holding its moldering hands on either side of a massive gemstone, within which glowing hieroglyphs shift and change. A brace across the back of the body holds the face forward, staring at the far wall with empty eye socket. On that wall, a large ornate mirror framed with a sheet of absolute darkness, black beyond night. So essentially you've got this guy, mummified, who's being held up like almost like by a marionette, holding this gem and staring into the mirror. Can I make uh, an either an occultism or an arcana, whatever knowledge I think my, this this would be related to, but I, I'm i going to make a prediction myself, Adam the player. Okay. I'm thinking that maybe this is how he transcended his soul into this dark place or whatever. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that would be, but I would like to make a knowledge check to know if maybe the, I can be affected by this. Um, Maybar, uh, could you come in here for a second, please? Stands up slowly. Sure. Uh, the dark stuff around the mirror. What is that? Um, the mirror itself is black. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I wasn't that's, thinking that's about bringing Maybar uh, in. Um, that's his mirror to the dark tapestry that he focused on. Should we destroy it? If you want. <laughs> I can't stand for such evil. And I just smash it with my sword. Well, yep. you do notice that it's Jesus like the, the frame of this blackened mirror is like shiny gemmed encrusted gold it looks very very valuable uh, oh good <laughs> the expensive stuff but as you walk up to smash it you look into the mirror oh. roll me a will save how does an eight sound uh, eight sounds like a regular fail not a critical fail that's good oh. probably a whole lot better was eight your natural roll no i rolled a three plus five is eight so as you walk up to this mirror, you weren't even looking at the mirror. It's just you glanced at it. You felt a presence, an alien presence, barely touch your mind. You become frightened by this unknown presence. Ooh. And it doesn't go away. <gasps> uh, 
can I move? Yeah, you're just you. You're now okay. affected by frightened one. Sir Don turns and looks at Jaren, and he says, "Jaren, I need help." <gasps> the blackness fades, and it's a regular mirror. And he's looking at you with that like thousand yard stare. Shit. And you've never seen Sir yeah. Don like this, like ever. Are we, we about to see out. Sir Don scared and frightened, and like for the first time asking for help. Uh, in that case, I was freaked. It freaks me out too. Uh, I run up to him and I start shaking him. I slap him in the face, and I, I'm just trying to bolster his attitude. Well, okay. bolstering's bad now, so don't <laughs> bolster my attitude. <laughs> I unbolster it. Essentially, you have the frightened condition. Sure. Jaren comes up, real serious, trying to actually help you get over this condition. No effect. Well, shit, let's just rob the tomb and get out of here. <laughs> Do a perception check. For what is the frightened value out of curiosity? One. Frightened? It's uh, one, frightened one. The mirror was dark, and now it's not. Yeah, when whenever whatever happened to Sir Don happened, the black kind of swirled and then faded out. You saw that, right? All of you saw that. It was right? easily perceptible. Yeah. yeah if you're in the room, yeah. you saw it. Yeah. I'm not crazy then. We address uh, Maybar, ask him if you might know what's going on with Sir Don. Yeah, go for it. Hey, Maybar, hmm. what's going on? The mirror just changed, and Sir Don seems different. I wasn't familiar with Tular's research into the dark tapestry. Uh, I do know that he bought that mirror with the intent of using it to transport transport his soul to the dark spots between the light upon his death. That's why he was set up that way. I remember him talking about that towards the end. Um, that it, mirror was to be a portal for his soul to the dark tapestry. Is it a regular mirror or is it special? It was enchanted. I don't know with what magic. I don't know how. I don't know what he did with the mirror. Maybo has this... Has this mirror stolen my soul? I don't think it works that way. I went to smash the mirror. I looked into the mirror, saw my beautiful reflection, and all of a sudden I felt as if everything was drained. All of my accomplishments, all of my great memories, gone. Just terrified, sinking feeling in my stomach. I can't say I've ever felt this way before. But remember, you also felt another mind in your mind, like you were touched by another right. presence. Uh... It felt as if something was grasping my inner self, colliding, cl clashing with me. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Jaren walks over to the, uh, to the, what I can only assume is the countdown clock and pick it up the out of the, the space. You're just okay. going to take it? Y yeah. Oh my God. As you approach uh, Tular's body, you do notice that there are several items set around him. As in, like, the typical old pharaoh, I take this with me after death. Uh, he, there's a scimitar at his hip that is of exceptional quality. Expert quality scimitar on his hip. There is a staff lying up against his chair. And two scrolls, one to each side of his chair. It takes an hour to identify objects now, is that right? Unless you get that feet, and it's ten minutes, but yeah. Um, uh... Wilzor, or mm -hmm. uh, Sir Don, um, do you see the items up here? Mm -hmm. uh, would you grab them for me, and I'll get this gem, and I'll go to grab the gem and lift it up. Okay. Uh, before Wilzor or uh, Jaren can grab anything, I stop both of them. Okay. Maybar, pick up these items and hand them to my friends. He picks them up, and who wants them? I'll take the scrolls. 
He hands you the scrolls. Thank you. Sword? Take the staff, staff. too. Take the staff, okay. Hand you the staff. Okay. I recognize this. This is his personal scimitar. This is a... He looks at it. This is a powerful weapon. Uh, and what? And are you going to take care of the body, Maybar? Yes. If if you are finished with my assistance, he undoes all the things that are holding Tular Seft up. Like he gets rid of the the two bars holding his hands up in the cuffs, and he gently, reverently, holds him in a cradle position. And you see, he starts casting a spell, and a portal behind him opens up. And you look through the portal, and it is bright, red, and hot. And he just takes a step back. Again, thank you for releasing me from my prison. And the portal shuts, and he's gone. Jaren, you pick up the green gem. It it does. It fits in the palm of your hand. And you look in it, and you see very similar hieroglyphics that match what was on the wall in the other chamber. And they're shifting and moving around. I will look at everyone and go, are we ready to go? The sooner we can leave, the better I will feel. The knights are on their way. We should vamuse as soon as possibilite. Cutting to the escape. You retrace your you retrace your steps and you have no problem getting back to Lady Vord. Ah, okay. Um, how are you feeling, Sir Don? Since Matt has not said anything. Because I forgot. After your night's rest, the feeling passes. Okay. So it was just really this powerful alien mind just glanced against your mind. And it shook you to the core. And all you could do was think about it. This horribly terrifying being from the dark tapestry could not shake that idea from your mind. Sure. But after about 24 hours, his thoughts do. It just slowly dissipated and you're no longer frightened. So if Jaren were to ask, uh, Sir Don would look kind of not wincing, but look at you, his eyes, uh, he still kind of has that thousand yard look on his eyes. And he says, well, Jaren, since you asked, I feel great. I feel great, Jaren. So you come back to the church. Camidus, as you enter the church, is sitting there behind the the desk. Ah, we're back. You survived. Hello, Commodus. <sighs> you didn't think we would? I had my doubts. I know I know it's been a long time, but here we are, and I really need to see your boss about this, Jim. Yes, of course. <clears throat> Lady Vo- Remember, don't say the name. That's You're right. a secret That's society. Right. That's right. Okay, just going down. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> In that case. (laughs) And Lady Vord, she is in her same spot. Looks like she's still examining the same uh, glyphs on this plate on the door. She sees you, and she stands up kind of hurriedly and kind of sets her journal down. You've returned. Yes. uh, After much trial and tribulation and uh, much healing from me and many, many sword smashes from everyone and fire spells from Wilzor, we present to you the countdown clock. Very, very, very good job. She calls to Camidus, get the money. And he comes down, and he's got four pouches, and he hands them out. But you also notice that he's got another larger pouch, and it's jingling as well. Um, you all get 45 gold. I know, you're never going to play these characters again, so it doesn't really matter. So you all get 45 gold. Uh, she also offers to 
by the books that you found, the tomb, the tomes that you found, the um, over the seven days, you've had plenty of time to discover that most of them are about dark tapestry, and it's such rare knowledge that they don't know half of what's in those books. So she, as one of the leaders of the Esoteric Eye, wants to gather those, and she's willing to pay you as a group 50 gold for all those those tomes, if you're Fair willing nice. to sell them. Yes. Uh, yes. She also says, this isn't the first time that you've helped the Esoteric Eye when it was in need. Should you want to, you may all join us in our fight against the evils of Galarian and the Dark Tapestry. Essentially, she's saying, I will sponsor you should you want to join this cult. <laughs> That's very kind of you, but I like to think for my own. And um, where are my cameras? Another successful adventure of Sir Don Contos and his friends. Oh, God. <laughs> Next time, we will be running a fair at Sombrafell Hall. That'll be adventure number three at level seven. Whoa, <laughs> level seven. Join us in two weeks. Thank you very much. For awesome. Yeah! <laughs> the New Path Podcast is a production of the Back Patio Network. Doomsday Dawn is copyright 2018. Doomsday Dawn and Pathfinder 2.0 are trademarks of Paizo. Please follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet for all of our network updates. Leave us a review on iTunes or any other platform that you listen to. You can reach out to me directly. My name is Hannah. Look for me on Twitter at Mrs. Simzo. Thanks for listening. This has been a Back Patio production.